gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. The dynamic duo is back here on the Ticket Water Cool. It's been a while since uh, myself and Rico have done a show, but uh, we're we're back. We're the, we are the original uh, the original group here, so uh, it's it's good to be back with you, Rico. Excited to things have changed also in the college football landscape since I last talked to you on air. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can we can jump I've into missed, that too. I've, I've missed you, Bach. Yeah. Welcome welcome back. And it's great to do a show with you once again. <laughs> That's right. This is fantastic. I I, I I welcome you back as well, but I didn't turn on your mic, so apparently it's okay. I didn't welcome you back too well. It's fine. We're here. <laughs> We're here. It's time for the water cooler. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's jump right into it. Of course. Actually, uh, I want to jump into something else. Let's not jump into it. I want to jump into something else that isn't. It's football related. <laughs> it's college football related, but it's not Oscar football related, although it kind of is. Um, EA announced. That's right. EA announced that next summer. Next summer, everybody, their college football game will be back. <laughs> Which was the plan all along. Well, it was supposed to be this summer, right. and then they were like, actually, uh, next summer. But then it was like tentative next summer, so they were like, ah, maybe, maybe not. They were still waiting on the approval of schools and, and all this stuff, and um, they were working on the uh, the the payment for the players right, yeah. and how much they were going to pay them or whatever. I don't know what... Uh, what this means here i might have to actually you know read the story and be able to tell you guys what that means <laughs> and if they came to a decision but 2024 summer of 2024 we will have ea sports college football and finally i will buy a new system this is what i've been waiting for <laughs> since 2014 in my xbox 360 and no you, i did have a ps4 of there for a while but i couldn't play college football on it and you know what i'm gonna do and somebody else said it somebody beat me to the punch um my my one of my good friends caleb henry beat me to the punch uh gonna unrealign everything so quickly <laughs> everything is going to be unrealigned gonna and we're go gonna go right back to the conferences, conferences you know and love yep i'm bringing i'm bringing those back i'm just bringing the 2014 conferences back i'm okay 2012 <laughs> 2014 we're good with it the big 10 with maryland and Rutgers. yes yeah, sure we'll leave that the pac-12 is gonna be the pac-12 uh, I, you know what? I might, I might mess around and get rid of the AAC as I move Cincinnati and Houston and all of them oh, to yeah, the Big yeah. Twelve and Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. But in terms of like USC and UCLA, you're staying in the Pac-12. I'm, that's you're not, not happening. playing a Big Ten. No, no you're you not. want the Pac-12 to not survive. But you know what? I am going to do. I'm going to add Notre Dame to the ACC. No longer independent for you. You're joining <laughs> a conference whether you like it or not. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they should add that in the uh, in the new game. I know they're going to do conference realignment but they really like they did in 2014 which was good uh, as that was a changing time we had no idea that it would get this far um but what they should do is add like tv contracts and like structured deals so like mm -hmm. florida state's stuck you can't change them until 2036 because of the line of grants deal <laughs> no they probably won't go that far but yes. uh that that would it would be kind of fun and, and it really is What's changing college football is is TV contracts in a time where we were told cord cutting is an all-time high. TV contracts and live events mm -hmm. uh, are the only thing really keeping cable afloat, and, and so sports um, is kind of the leader in that. And so, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's all being 
I mean, obviously, all of this is, is not necessarily for the student-athlete. It's for um, money and the, for these institutions, which these institutions, a lot of them run um, the rest of their athletic department based on football money. So it's, it's kind of hard to say, well, maybe we should just divide the football team and the rest of the athletic department. The rest of the athletic department, is now more than ever with the football money coming yeah, in, definitely gonna needs need football, that football money. money. So it, it's, it's, it's very it, – it, I mean, all this stuff is going to be hard to figure out um, – the latest, the latest news is that Cal and Stanford are being vetted by the ACC. No, please don't. I didn't think there please. was any like we geographical talked. thing that would bother me that anymore. One's bad. That one's but bad. That one's that's a, literally the Atlantic Coast Conference, named after the Atlantic Ocean, which they are next to, going out to the Pacific Ocean and yep. grabbing two teams. That's not. We're not doing that. I'm sorry. That's not happening. There's no way. We were talking about travel and how crazy it would be for USC and UCLA to travel to Maryland and Rutgers. Yeah. But but at least there's some teams in between there that they can play. This is Cal and Stanford going to the Atlantic Coast Conference. Like, that's not – you're going to have Cal and Stanford playing Florida State and Boston College and, and Clemson. Yeah, and North. Right. Like, no, that's not happening. That's That's ridiculous. And please do not do that. As I said before – Pac-12, Mountain West, Pac-4, Mountain West, just combine. Just do it. Just yeah, do it. I don't – look, you may not like it because, oh, we're big bad Stanford, we're big bad Cal and Oregon State and Washington State. We don't want to be with the likes of UNLV and Utah State. And Well, well guess what? You're going to be without a conference unless you do it. Unless you want to travel all the way across the country to the Atlantic, then uh, you're going to – but it's only two of you. Oregon State and yeah. Washington State still left out for whatever reason. Um, don't know where they're going to go. I feel bad for them. They're nobody, really the leftovers. Nobody yeah. wants them. No. Like Stanford and Cal, at least they're very prestigious um, academic universities. Stanford has like 25,000 sports that, yeah, that you can sports, pick and choose. Dominance. Um, I mean, Cal is it's Berkeley. Like you, yeah. you, you, you think of somebody getting a great education, one of the schools you think of is Berkeley. So, uh, so Washington State and Oregon State are just – kind of there and unfortunately they don't really have outside of like Oregon State baseball neither one of them really has a sport that they can hang their hat on that brings in a ton of money that a conference would be like yes we want to bring you in here to help us get better yeah I, I mean I think regardless I mean we'll see what happens with Stanford and Cal I think that those teams are uh, Mountain West bound or if they want to take the Pac-12 name they're, they're still they're talking mm -hmm. about not uh, not combining but adding as, as the Pac-12 and you're like well there's not a whole lot of left yet if I'm the Mountain West and I, I kind of said this uh, earlier on the drive from the Mountain West first I said if I'm the Pac-12 I try to combine with the Mountain West and still you know be the leader and do all this but if I'm the Mountain West, I'm sitting there like, hey, at least we're a conference. Like you have four teams. <laughs> if you want if you want to combine, then the people in charge of our conference are going to lead this conference. Not not the people in charge of a conference that just fell apart. Yeah. Like Klickhoff, I'm sorry, but no. Klickhoff's not leading Utah State and I don't, San Diego I don't State down the line. If, you know, like if so. they have any type of negotiating power, which I feel like they have more than the Pac twelve does. Um, that's one of my concerns. Is I'm like, Klikov, I'm sorry, but you're not. You're not the commissioner of whatever we decide to call this new conference. And so, and obviously, and very much importance to. The we don't want to partner with Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> very much importance for the Pac-12 is to try to keep it, it, well, what's currently called the Pac-12 is to try to keep their standing as a Power Five conference and that, that seems fleeting seems like it's not gonna not gonna happen but one of the possibilities i suppose is the, the least amount of conference conference teams you need 
is six. So they would have to add six. Meanwhile, the Big Ten would be at 18. The SEC would be at mm-hmm. 16. The ACC is at 14. Uh, Big 12 is at 16. Who, I so, mean, who are the six that you add that would that would get well, you? Well, they would need to add up to six. So if so they you kept need their to core add, four. Okay, so you need to add two. And added two. Who are the two? Who are the two in the Mountain West? Because that's I, look, that's the conference that they're going to take from. Who are the two in the Mountain West that you add that still makes you feel like you're kind of a power conference? Because right now the four you have are not really you know power conference. Well, there's no way to do it. I mean, th- was that- it Boise State and San Diego State? Hey, Boise State might do, might do it for you. Uh, Gatlin Bear. <laughs> yeah, you got a guy who runs a ten-one. So which is unfortunate for Nebraska. Yeah, very right sad. Then. He's got a two-year mission. He's got to complete. So he's he's mm-hmm. part of the twenty-four class, but he won't be there till twenty-six. Okay. Well, things can change in a few years. Maybe. Hopefully not his, his speed. <laughs> I, I hope not. How, although, how do you like? I don't mean like I don't want to sound disrespectful to to his I believe he's a Mormon his religion mm-hmm. but like how do you go on your mission and stay in the shape that you are currently in like how does he keep his ten one speed while on his mission I don't know where he's going I don't know what he's doing yeah. on his mission I mean, that's the BYU I, team you know does I'm just not just almost all of them <laughs> you know not not knowledgeable on that side yeah. of things that would be maybe something that DP would know more about but like I don't know how much you're able to work out while you're doing that I don't know how how if he's going to be able to stay in football shape during those two years, I'm sure he'll be able to do something. But uh, and also, I don't know where he's going. He's it's not like he's I don't know if he's like going to a different country or if it's just somewhere in the United States he's going. Yeah. But yeah, I, it, it's it's interesting to say the least. Yeah, I always thought that is interesting. But BYU, I mean, majority of their players do it. So yeah. Um, and least, they seem pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily throw them off. Although it is it is weird. I remember when Nebraska played BYU. It's like. There's a bunch of 26-year-olds Yeah, here. you've got a 28-year-old quarterback, and you're saying he's a sophomore. Something is wrong here. Yeah. I don't know if this is fair to have a bunch of adults <laughs> play against college kids, but, uh, you know, whatever. They're just like, he's a fifth-year senior. He's got five kids. <laughs> <laughs> but now everybody has a 26-year-old sophomore, so yeah. everybody's caught up. Once, uh, Yeah, everybody's caught, everybody is finally caught up to BYU and Utah. There you go. 26-year-old sophomores, so, which is still weird and throws me off. So if the Pac-12 did, or the ACC did, does add Cal and Stanford, obviously it's a mess for all the all the sports besides football, and even football included. But uh, they don't add, they don't like project to be any financial game changers. They have a good academic prestige, as we as mm-hmm. we were talking about, that might help some of uh, of the ACC presidents that that want to see it. But it, it's kind of weird because the 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 fiscal upside appears to be pretty limited, and there was also seven of the Pac's. Uh, Seven Pac-12 schools, they were considering a merger with the ACC earlier when it was just when they had seven Mm -hmm. schools. So this is not necessarily completely new. And it makes me think they might be doing their homework just to make sure that they not that they don't want to add these teams. But I don't know if I end up seeing Cal and Stanford in the ACC. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised by anything, but it just doesn't seem to have enough give back to you. It would open up. uh, I saw somebody too say kind of those West Coast TV time slots. Um, so you could have ACC football going on uh, at a different time than what they normally do. But again, it's still you're asking people to pay attention to Stanford and Cal. Yeah. And they, they're just mediocre programs right now. Well, my thought is um, the Pac-12 needs to, it, for, like I said before, first off, merge with the Mountain West. And then with those time slots, and this is something that those big bad Pac-12 schools aren't going to like either. You're gonna have to lean into Pac-12 after dark, like Mac leaned into Maction. Yeah, like Mac, the Mac plays on like a Tuesday, 
and that's their time slot, and that's they've leaned into it. ESPN carries it. Everybody, everybody. I, I don't care who you are. You love Maction. You might not watch the whole game, but you'll watch a little it's bit of it. On Tuesday. You'll watch a little bit of it. Oh, you'll yeah. watch Ohio and Akron play each other. Like you're just like, oh yeah, this is cool. It's Tuesday football. Why not? Um, Pac-12 is going to have to lean into that and be like, yeah, we'll play it. You know, eleven o'clock. We'll yeah. play it. We'll play it midnight. Like this is it's something where somebody's you know up late, or if they're just like I didn't get my fill of football, all of a sudden you're going to watch Hawaii and San Diego State playing uh, in in sunlight while you're sitting in complete darkness. Like it's just something you might have to lean into and try and sell better. Well, it, and as all this stuff changes around us, uh, you know, it doesn't have too much of an effect on Nebraska, but those Pacific Northwest um, teams, as well as UCLA and USC. The Big Ten's going to have to lean, lean into Big Ten after dark a little bit. Mm-hmm. In, in Nebraska fans, I remember that Fresno State game uh, from a few years ago that kicked off at like 9.45 or something like that, and we were up doing post-game show until <laughs> 2 in the morning. Uh, it, it was an adjustment, it, it was, it was, but it was kind of fun uh, for at least a one-off thing. Yeah, This might be once, twice a year, though. Uh, and obviously, Nebraska's already got their... Thursday night games and their Friday night games that the Big Ten is, is throwing at them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, again, it, th- th- this will hit home a little bit uh, for Nebraska. The other reason why it might hit home is there is a report out from Michigan Insider at On3.com that the Big Ten will most likely be moving to 10 conference games with the addition of the Ducks and the Huskies. Of course, they currently play nine. Uh, this would also be the case if the league adds two more teams and gets 20 in the conference um, so, you know, we're kind of throwing around the idea of no non-conference games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd play more of your Big Ten opponents. And at this point, you know, with the 12-team playoff, how important are non-con games? I mean, they're important to the small schools, but the small schools are being left out of all of this. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. If, you, if, if they go to a 10-game conference schedule... Do you still What's schedule that, two non-con? Yeah, do you still schedule in Oklahoma or Colorado, or are you just scheduling Troy and Eastern Michigan? Um... I would think for a school like Nebraska, it doesn't matter. You're still going to bring in money, like you're still going to have people show up to these games. Yeah. But for a school like a, and this isn't to take anything away because they're still paying the smaller schools, but like a Purdue or like an Indy or yeah Indiana, like to draw more people to your stadium, are people going to want to see you play Florida Atlantic, or are people going to want to see you play? you know, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Like, that's – I guess that that would be something where it, you're still a Power 5 school, but you're not a Power 5 school with a lot of – obviously, you're still making a ton of money off your football team, but not a lot of support, fan support. Like, a, uh, we got a picture sent into us from Stanford. They're a Power 5 team, but when you – it was a game between them and Arizona State, the stadium wasn't anywhere close to being half full. Right. So a, a school like that, you're going to have more people show up for a bigger game than a game against a UTEP. Um, for Nebraska, it doesn't really matter because people show up regardless. Um, but would you rather them get get some more practice, not practice, get some more game reps in for some of the younger guys against a smaller school? Or would you rather have them get tested before or in the middle of conference play with a better school like getting prepared for the playoff where you're gonna face a team that's not in your conference if you make the playoff like that's the two sides to the coin there well and i just think with your with your bigger conferences now that you have these i mean if you're gonna play washington and ohio state and penn state and iowa and wisconsin and minnesota 
you know, some some shape of that every year, right? You can change some of those teams. But, yeah, I just don't know if there's too much value in going with a big non – other than mon- monetary, like you're saying, mm-hmm. at some schools uh, to go with a big slugfest against the SEC because we're going to have to – we're going to have to change our, our lingo here. The Power Five – <laughs> well, if one of them is dead. Uh, it's a power three, and then, and this is going to be weird. It's the power three, and then the ACC. Well, even that though, there's a power two. Yeah, and then yeah. there's kind of the middle ground of the ACC and the Big Twelve, and then there's a pact. But they'll, they'll the power five up. is no longer anywhere no. close to on the same level. It's the SEC and the Big Ten, and then the other two will punch up from time to time with some some solid enough teams. Yeah, like a Clemson, Florida State, Miami. Wait, look at TCU last is year. That, is that about it in the ACC, those three? And even then, Florida State Miami are a little shaky. Clemson's been the only one on, like, solid footing yeah. for a longer period of time aside hey, never, from last year. Mac Brown get in North Carolina I mean, in there a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> not, you, you know, they'll have a really good quarterback every once in a while, yeah, but yeah. it's not, you know, all together like a great team. The Big 12, you know, TCU did their thing. Um, Texas, uh, Texas Tech's making a lot of noise for whatever reason. Uh, Mike Gundy is a bad Oklahoma, year. But yeah, Oklahoma State, State you think, see, but that's, see, no, okay. Nope, bad comparison. Not going to do that. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State, yeah, you're right, with Gundy. They're they're usually uh, a good enough team to, to make some noise towards the end of the season. And, I mean, it's weird because people don't agree with me, but I think a, like a Cincinnati, UCF, Houston, BYU are actually very good ads, and they'll be yeah. able to, um, with with more eyes on them and more money and um, hopefully better recruiting to be, you know, be playing in the Big 12, um, they'll be able to punch up above their current weight right now uh, once they join the conference and have a couple years with them. Um, but, you know, it's the, big, it's the Big 10 and the SEC, and really it's, really it's Ohio State and Michigan and the SEC. <laughs> Well, that and I mean, if you just look again, we're talking about kind of off the field and in, in, in the moving parts and all of it. The SEC still won. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's Ohio yeah. State, Michigan, and then the SEC. Yeah, and Ohio State even won one yeah. title. Yeah, but even then, the SEC, there. it's really just Alabama and Georgia. Like LSU has the one in there. Yeah, just the one, right? In the well, last however got, many years, it depends on how far. Depends you go on back. yeah, I yeah. guess yeah, how far you go back. But we'll like. 10 years. Nick Saban won one there. Yeah. 10 yeah, years, miles. 15 years, something like yeah. that. You know, they have uh, – we'll give LSU two. Yeah. Um, but then it's just Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. And Auburn in there that and one Florida time. Florida here and there, but not Like anymore. those other teams, like they sneak in there, but like the multiple <laughs> multiple wins, Alabama and Georgia. Well, it's just been Georgia as of late, though. And Tennessee's a program on the rise. I don't know. The SEC is going to be tough, especially with Texas mm-hmm. and Oklahoma going in there. I mean, Penn State always – Penn State is like the uh, – Hmm. How do I say? Because they haven't won an. I was going to say the LSU, but they haven't won a national championship. Where they're like every once in a while, you're like, oh, look at Penn State. Like every couple of years. Although now with Brian Kelly, they'll probably continue to to be good and and be solid and be uh, contenders year after year in the SEC, as opposed to one off with a different coach every four years. (laughs) Well, one other note I wanted to make too is kind of funny that the Arizona State. Uh, seems to be kind of dragging. They're just following Arizona. I mean, they they didn't necessarily want to go to the Big Twelve. They're just kind of sitting there with their hands up, like, "What's what's happening?" Um, they're like a little kid. They're just getting dragged <laughs> yeah. along. They're like, so, okay. they're like, all right, we'll go to the Big Twelve. <laughs> uh, but not everybody's happy about 
all their their new their new uh, opponents that they'll face in the Big Twelve. Arizona State AD, yes, athletic director Ray Anderson said, "I promise I'm not going to Morgantown." Uh, he, he goes on to say he will send his deputy AD. He's excited to go to Texas, BYU, Utah, and Colorado. Uh, but he's not going to go to Morgantown. Uh, and that's so, so rude. That's so bad. That's so rude. I don't know if you could start a, a rivalry between Arizona State and West Virginia. I think we just did. But, yeah, that those are tough words. Uh, that the you don't Sun Devils and the Mountaineers. <laughs> There's just so many differences, and that's what's kind of frustrating about – Sign me up. <laughs> that's what's frustrating about conference realignment, too, is that – in the old days, you kind of had your your style, your culture of a certain mm-hmm. of a certain conference. Region. Now Arizona State and West Virginia have nothing no, nothing that ever really has tied them together. No, uh, no so, sort of cultural significance uh, of of you know to think of of them bonding to the point that the athletic director is like, I'm just not going to go. West Virginia just. Uh, even like when they joined, and even after all of these years, they still just don't belong in the Big Twelve. Not me. necessarily. Like that's just not. I don't. But I, even then, like you look at ACC, and, and also I look at West Virginia, and I go, I don't, I don't <laughs> like you there either. Go back to the Big East. Yeah, the Big East needs to make a comeback. <laughs> we need another power conference. Big East, come back. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Uh, but uh, Syracuse and Rutgers, Rutgers needs a new home <laughs> since they're stealing money from the Big Ten. Allegedly. Yeah, Rutgers is a mess, and it will always be a mess. You ain't wrong. <laughs> That's Rutgers. Rutgers Athletic The birthplace of college football. <laughs> That's right. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, Matt Rule and uh, Donovan Raiola spoke to the media today. We'll break down some of those quotes coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 